Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Hey, what's up, Bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app. It's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. To the bar, come on and pull up a seat and open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast! The living bread, and we're discussing what it means for the streets, the inner cities, and the burbs, and every person we meet. This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. This is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah, welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building, right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always to come to your speakers, to your earbuds, have you listen to the show. We are grateful that you are listening. And I have to tell you guys, I, those that are faithful listeners to the bar know that when they hear me sound like this on the phone, they know that I probably messed up on some date or something, and I am running to my laptop right now. So that is the case. I ask you to bear with me for just a few moments till we make that crossover. But I also want to make sure that I uh, respect my guest time, so that's why we do it this way. And every week I bring you a, a, a great guest. This guest I've actually been trying to get on probably since I had the podcast. So I'm super excited to have him. And this is an installment to our pastor spotlight, local pastor spotlight that we try to do at least once a month. Uh, we have on none other than Pastor Howard. How are you doing today, sir? Doing okay. Awesome, man. Doing pretty I appreciate good today. you coming on the show. Yeah, good. No problem. Good. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man. It, it's uh, It's definitely a... Uh, a, a privilege and honor, and, and we're going to jump right in, man. So I'm going to give you the floor Then introduce yourself to my listeners. Tell them anything you want them to know, whether it's personal or professional. I'm going to give you the floor to do that right here. All right. Well, I've been in Charlotte a little over six, about 16 years now. Came to, to Charlotte um, to plant Christ Central Church, my wife Kelly and I. We uh, have two boys, Harrison and Clark. Um 17 and 15. We've been married 21 years. And uh, Christ Central um, has continued to grow um, in the last 16 years. Um, and we just recently, a year, a little over a year ago, we planted another church, West Charlotte Church, on the west side of Charlotte. Uh, we are in um, the PCA denomination. 
and um, yeah, continue to do what we believe God's called us to do here. So. Awesome, awesome. That is that is awesome. So I didn't know the the length of time. I knew I knew it has been mm-hmm. you guys have been in the area for a while, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Um, so mm-hmm. for my listeners, the way I actually found your ministry uh, mm-hmm. when I about four years ago stumbled across. Yep. Uh, you know, biblical theology. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the sites that I visited was, it's now called The Witness, but it used to be called Rand. And, you know, I used to mm-hmm. search for churches mm-hmm. in the area. Yeah, yeah. So yep. I searched for churches in the area, man, and you came up and, uh, and you know, I, I jumped right on, like, you know, taking some sermons out. And we're actually not too far from each other. I'm in Greenville, a little bit further down okay. uh, 85. And, um, and you know, always, uh, like I said, admire what you were doing. So tell me a little bit about the, the planning process. You know, I have a lot of local pastors that listen. Tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, when you went to Charlotte, because Charlotte is a growing area. Uh, what yeah. was that process like when you uh, first started there? Kind of take your mind back to that yeah. time. Yeah, you know, and, um, and our denomination is, you know, is pretty aggressive when it comes to church planting. And a church here, in particular, Uptown PCA, um, uh, has a, a really, um, you know, forward-thinking um, church planting plan. And uh, they had a pastor there, uh, Assistant Pastor Giorgio Hyatt, who's now in Winston-Salem, the senior pastor there um, at Redeemer in uh, Winston-Salem. Mm. Uh, he was an assistant pastor at Uptown at the time and had a vision for a church that would be uh, diverse because our denomination is is not very diverse, predominantly white. And so um, he had a vision for that. And um, that church had a vision to plant um, a church like that as well. And so they called me. I was in Baltimore, Maryland, pastoring Forest Park Presbyterian Church, which at that time was the oldest African-American church in our denomination and uh when they called me um i had just gotten there when they wanted when they were like figuring out my interest in doing this um i was not super interested i uh, (laughs) when i graduated from covenant seminary um you know i had my heart and mind on church planting and so i went to um to do my church planting internship in atlanta georgia at redemption fellowship which was the first church plant of its kind, um, primarily um, seeking to reach middle to upper middle, up middle to upper middle class African Americans in South Atlanta, and um, we went there to train to be to do that kind of church planting work to that people group, and um, you know that internship when it ended, um, you know Kelly and I were not in a position where we wanted to plant a church and we definitely didn't want to do cross-cultural ministry. Those are the two things we were kind of telling the Lord we didn't want to do. Um, And so we went to Baltimore, Maryland to an established church, which uh, needed some revitalization and we're doing that work. So when Georgia called me, I I was not enthused. I didn't want to do the ebony and ivory thing. I didn't want to do the church planting thing. (laughs) Um, You know, know, it was just too much work. But then after a couple of years, I think the Lord gave us some rest. And um, we came down here, and our mother church um, had some of the funds to do it and uh, had a vision to do it. And Giorgio joined me 
to plant this church, and we planted it 15 years ago with about 30 people from Uptown Church, all white. And um, so it's been a challenge, an uphill mm-hmm. battle. <laughs> and I can imagine. Charlotte, and if you know anything <laughs> about Charlotte, it, like a lot of southern cities, it is uh, pretty segregated. So mm-hmm. um, we came down here with, you know, with not not quite knowing how segregated it was and um, what kind of challenge it would be. Um, but uh, it's been a lot of hard work um, over the 15 years, and the Lord has been faithful. Um, and, you know, a church like um, ours, um, young, and then also in a city like Charlotte, you have a lot of back and forth and turnover. And, you know, in a multi-ethnic church, you feel the rhythms of what's going on in society, what's going on politically, probably more than other churches, um, just because there's so much back and forth, so much diversity of political opinions and 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 where people are socially. Um, and so, it, you know, we've gone through a lot of revolutions over the years um, in, in planting this church. So, yeah, I feel like I planted this church three different times. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. No, it sounds like it, man. Wow. That that is an interesting journey. But I'm glad you shared it because I know it's going to be a blessing to somebody that's uh, Mm -hmm. that may be, uh, you know, going through that or, you know, think they got it really bad, you know, (laughs) until they hear that story, man. That's awesome. And and I am very familiar with Charlotte. I'm originally from North Carolina. I've uh, been in okay. South Carolina for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. very, very familiar with how segregated okay. uh, it is on Sunday. You know, that they say that's the... Oh, it's real bad. Yeah, yeah. The most segregated day. Um, so as far as, um, you know, Charlotte as a demographic, you kind of covered that, you mm-hmm. know, dealing with that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, what about mm-hmm. on the uh, evangelistic side or the things the church is doing as a whole uh, as far as uh, reaching the laws? Is there, you know, any programs, anything you got going on in that direction? Well, one thing we emphasize is, um, you know, uh, our programming um, is, is, you know, it, it is the people, right? Mm-hmm, and so sure. we are calling people to um, live as good neighbors and in their work um, to reach those who are lost. Um, as far as our programming is concerned, um, we have, you know, three or four outreach opportunities mm-hmm. uh, that we do every year. Um, but um, pro- programmatically, but for the most part, we seek to be the church of mm. people who are equipped to be everywhere to reach as many people as possible. And right. so that's been our kind of evangelistic method more than um, a bunch of big events. Oh, um, yeah. But, no, I, I love that mm-hmm. answer. No, that's actually the answer I was looking for. Because um, <clears throat> oh. I came out of the, the charismatic world where, you yeah. know, it was all about, you know, the big, you know, shindig to try to gain the loss and all of that. And then, you know, to I love hearing a local pastor pretty much saying you're investing in your, your people and they're going to mm-hmm. be the ones going out. So, no, that's that's exactly the kind of answer I was looking for. Yeah, I just <clears throat> feel like they can probably go more places, reach more sure. people than than I can. Um, my job is, is to definitely preach the word of God and, and equip the people of God to do the work of God. And exactly. so um, I, I just, I want our people to be, you know, the stars. I think that sometimes we look at church, um, if we use a, 
a, a football analogy. Since I went to Clemson, it's really um, yeah, <laughs> close to me and really, really mm-hmm. right there. I just had to drop that real quick. Oh, for sure. Um, we was going to get there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know it was going to head there. Sure. Um, but I, I think we kind of look at the, the church as sort of the audience, you know, mm-hmm. watching the stage, watching, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, the, the personality-centered church with the pastors, the personality as the star, right, on, mm-hmm. on the field, when actually a pastor is more of a player coach, and mm. the people are out doing the work of God for the glory of God, and the audience is the world watching and, and wow. making God's name famous um, and attractive and making, you know, calling people to be a fan of, of, the, fan of the Lord. And um, so I think that's probably the way we look at it. Mm-hmm. And so helping people learn to glorify God, you know, in their everyday lives, in their recreation, exactly. in their work, in their relationships, in such a way where um, people are drawn to that. And uh, then when they're drawn, for our people to be well-equipped enough to be able to, you know, give a reason for the hope that's at work in them. And so mm-hmm. um, that's where we are um, as far as evangelism for the most part is concerned. Um, I, sometimes I think we can do a better job of actually, you know, breaching the topic and sharing our faith and, you know, but um, at the same time, I hope that we would live godly lives, you know, and, right. and do works that are consistent with people uh, of faith who, who believe in the grace of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you know, and that, mm-hmm. that would be manifested in how they live. Right. No, that's. Yeah, totally agree. Love the analogy <laughs> for sure. Um, and, and definitely, you know, when I came, like I said, coming out of the charismatic world, it's definitely mm-hmm. uh, the preacher is the superstar, you know, the, the mm-hmm. audience or the spectator. That That is definitely the culture there. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's great, man. So, you yeah. know, uh, Clemson grad, uh, what, what year? Mm-hmm. What year were you at Clemson? Mm. Oh, <laughs> I graduated Clemson. <laughs> I graduated in 93. 93. Okay. That's not yes. bad. I, I was trying to mm-hmm. line you up with some I, people I that I knew. I went through a lot of stuff. I went through a uh, lot of stuff as a Clemson fan. Okay. I've been through yeah. many years. Yeah. I was, yeah my you. first year, Danny Ford was there. Yep. I remember that. It was his last that. year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went through Hatfield and Tommy West and Tommy Bowden. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all of those guys. So, and <laughs> now we're in the glory the, days. You know, all, all of the teams that <laughs> that went along with those coaches. So, right. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. No. I, so look, here's my chance to to draw some names. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm good friends sure. with uh, with uh, Vince Taylor, which uh, played okay. linebacker. I think it was the late '80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, mm-hmm. Woody, Woody Danzler, and actually, I know he's okay. listening. Yeah, Woody. Everybody okay. knows Woody. Um, All right. So that's 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 actually my homeboy. He's actually listening because uh, he, he's a he's a avid listener. He always send me messages after the show. So there's your shout out, Woody. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, my wife is a Clemson grad as well. Uh, okay. So so yeah, we're 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 in the glory days, man. I actually I actually wore my ring season t shirt this morning when I went to the mm-hmm. gym. So we I was writing the stream, okay. and I was preparing for you all day. Right. <laughs> well, I want to you know I want to give a shout out to Thomas Austin. He was um, you know lineman at Clemson. He's also was a grad assistant there for the last four years. And um, mm-hmm. when he was playing for the Panthers, uh, he and his wife uh, Margaret they went to, they they attended. 
And so we had an opportunity to really connect with them and continue to be good friends. And, nice. you know, he was a really good, um, he gave me some good connections um, and had an opportunity to meet the coach and some of the coaches and what goes on over there. And um, I was really impressed, you know, mm-hmm. um, by more than just the winning, mm-hmm. just the, the way they're winning and right. what seems to be some really um, godliness and character being built mm-hmm. um, that kind of comes out of Coach Sweeney and other coaches' relationship with the Lord. And so I, I think it's being done fairly well. Wow. <laughs> and so yeah, I'm, more, no. I'm so impressed with that. The winning is fun. Sure. But the, how they do it is definitely foundational, and I, I appreciate that. That's awesome. So, that's, that's awesome to yeah. hear. Um, uh, I actually met uh, uh, Coach Dabo last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had okay. privilege of doing a, um, this, okay. the lighting and audio for their banquet uh, last oh, okay. year. Not, not, the, not the year they won, but the year they didn't win. Mm-hmm. I did that banquet. And so I have a nephew in North Carolina that's about 6'3" uh 260 something pounds and he's going to the ninth grade and so i i was oh, like hey wow. i got this guy <laughs> so I, I i put my plug in man i'm trying to try to get that scholarship ride that ride that ride man <laughs> Why not? it'll be a great place to do it yeah yeah exactly sure yeah yeah i'll be sending my nephew clips of the the football team i'll be sending them clips okay to the locker room, the new facility. I'd be like, oh, yeah. man, like this is it right here. Yeah. So, yeah, man, yeah. good deal. Yeah. So, right here, we're going to take a mm-hmm. quick break yeah. and we'll come right back. No problem. Back. Andrew Rappaport's Rap Report is a podcast providing biblical interpretations and applications. It is a ministry of striving for eternity and part of the Christian podcast community. We provide a biblical view of cultural events, discuss how to apply God's word to the Christian life, address issues that concern the church, and we even take some time to offer a correct understanding of those commonly misinterpreted passages of scripture. You will hear from great guests like Justin Peters, Todd Friel, Jay Warren Wallace, and Gabe Hughes. Andrew has the Rap Report Daily, which is a two-minute Monday through Friday podcast, and then the longer Rap Report podcast for more content. Subscribe to both today by searching for Rap Report on any podcast app, spelled R-A-P-P, Report, or click the podcast link at strivingforeternity.org. All right, we're back in here uh, with my new friend, (laughs) Pastor Howard, um, definitely had fun talking about the Clemson stuff, and we kind of already lightened up the conversation. And on the back end, because we're almost done, mm-hmm. I, I really like to keep oh, my shows okay. around 30 minutes. Um, and no so uh, I do what I call the signature bar questions. These are three questions I ask all of my guests. So I've asked oh, these boy. questions to guys like Steve Lawson, uh, Lig Duncan, um, uh, Al Moeller, you know, that's that's my little name drop right there. So <laughs> all of these guys have answered these three questions. And so I'm going to ask them to you. And we're going to start with the first one. The first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Mm, wow. <laughs> um, you know, w- one of the answers you hear, people, I listen to everything. And it is oh, true. of course. <laughs> it is true. I, I listen to everything. My, my, my You know, my wife has a background in theater and mm. uh, my dad played in the symphony. I played the mm. violin since I was age five. So I listen to some classical music, of course, and I listen to some, um, I like Broadway um, musical. Um, I would just listen to the whole Wicked. It was incredible stuff. Um, and, uh, but 
for the most part, it's probably a split between like contemporary black gospel and mm-hmm. old school hip hop. Mm-hmm. 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 That's and a good list. teenagers, sometimes I listen to the new hip hop. You know, got you. Uh, you got to. They they like some Travis Scott a lot, and they like J Cole. Those are their two mm-hmm. things. Got gotcha. you. Uh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, J Cole, Fayetteville. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But no, and I have to actually... adore that and talk to those lyrics <laughs> and stuff with them. Sure. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, man. So next signature bar question is. What book or books are you currently reading? Hmm. Okay. I am currently reading through White Fragility Mm. um, by D'Angelo. And um, I am also, um, I'm trying to remember, I'm about to start reading um, uh, Brittany Smith's new one. Um, co-laborers, co-heirs, I think is the name of it. Okay. Um, and, uh, but right now I think that's it beside, you know, doing a study in the book of Titus and going through those commentaries right now. Gotcha. Um, oh, I'm re- reading, um, a praying life, um, by, uh, Miller, Paul mm-hmm. Miller. And, um, I'm trying to think what else I'm reading. Sometimes I forget. Um, I think that those are the two, those are the ones that are in my book bag right now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh Gotcha. All right. So the last signature bar question is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to? If any. Hmm. Okay. Um, the only sermons I'm kind of listening to right now, um, is the, sort of the lectures done with the the Sonship series, um, the Sonship Discipling um, stuff. I'm listening to that mm-hmm. right now. Um, as far as podcasts, um, I'm not really listening to many podcasts. I have um, two, um, like I want to, even if I'm listening to them um, or just watching it on YouTube, I'm watching um, two fishing shows because I like fishing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, I, we just became best friends. <laughs> yeah, I'm subscribing to Cinco Skipper. Um and uh Shresher, I think it's Thresher. Um okay. and those two fishermen I like watching a lot. And uh, you know, it fishing is the is the way that I kinda get quiet and yeah. don't catch a lot of fish and hear from God a lot. And okay. so fishing is <laughs> my my active prayer life happens when I'm fishing because nice. I'm praying to catch more fish and it doesn't sure. happen. And I got to trust God. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, I just kind of feel like if I'm going to be like the disciples, I should be doing more fishing. Sure. Um, so Legit. it teaches us something about reaching people for Christ. Let me tell you. Um, yeah. So yeah. It's all about the presentation. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man. Yeah. Hey, so I, I love fishing. Like, like, yeah. like, Absolutely love it. Um, you know, one summer I literally went fishing every day of the week, like literally yeah. the whole summer. Um, just right. that crazy about it. So what what kind of fishing do you do? You we get in a whole nother conversation. Well, well, you know, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina, born and raised. Okay. Yep. 
and uh, my father's still down there. He runs Gullah Tours of Charleston for anybody who ever goes down there. It's the best tour in the city, Gullah nice. Tours of Charleston. But anyway, but I did more crabbing and shrimping yeah, when sure. I was there as, as a kid. The only fishing I did was freshwater fishing in Charleston at various ponds and lakes mm-hmm. that were in the Charleston area. Um, but right now, I mean, I went fishing, saltwater fishing um, mm-hmm. for like a couple of times for, some, for the first time. And I kind of liked it. Hmm. So I'm sort of thinking, because, you know, Lake Norman is up here. Yep, yep. Uh, the Catawba Rivers, you know, just lots mm-hmm. of things, lots of places to fish. Um, and so I've done mainly um, freshwater. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, no, I'm that's, that's me all day. I'm going to learn some saltwater fishing because mm-hmm. there are so many species. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. And just a lot of fun to be out there, and I love the beach. So nice. Um, yeah. No, that's I'm a good combination. Start expanding, expanding a little bit. But what I do, just so you know, is I go fishing every day, even if it's just watching the TV, like just watching uh, the fishing show. Yeah. I try to keep my mind like thinking about it because mm-hmm. I really, I really suck at it. But I want to get better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got you. I got you, man. So, yeah. 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 No, that's that's legit. Yeah, I I love freshwater fishing. Love bass fishing more than oh, anything. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I I keep a notebook journal. You know the the overcast, the watercolor, the depth. You know I I I really uh-huh. really love it. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to come out to Charlotte, man. We're gonna have to do it. Yeah, let's go fishing. I yeah, mean, let's do something. Let's hang out. I, I would like that. Awesome, good deal, man. Well, listen, I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule mm-hmm. to come on the show, man. It's definitely been a blessing. Uh, I always like to give my guests an opportunity to kind of close it out. Any last uh, words you want to say to the listeners? Any words of encouragement? Or if there's an announcement, just keep in mind the show may not air until about uh, two or three oh. weeks from now. But I'm going to give you the floor to do that right here. Yeah. um, I I think that uh, as we grow closer to Christ, um, one thing I'm learning, this is just in my personal life as well, is that, you know, Christ uh, makes things um, brighter and Mm. makes things more enjoyable. And he helps us live life to the fullest. Um, And I urge people especially this summer as they um, hang out with friends and recreate and do all the fun stuff uh, to really create it and enjoy and use that time to enjoy one another and the Lord. So summer is here and um, I'm about to take a break. So that's where my mind is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I urge you to go and, 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 and enjoy some things as much as possible. So that's my final word right now. Awesome. We'll we'll catch you when you get back in season and get that deep theological. Just kidding. Just messing oh, with you. Oh, I, probably should give a, I should probably get a little give a little shout out to Christ Central Church. That yeah, in please the Charlotte do. Area, you know, and uh, you want to stop by. Um, that's ten o'clock on Sunday, three six four six Central Avenue. Um, we have uh, I'm senior pastor, but we have two other pastors, Amari Hill and Josh Kim. And um, we have an executive pastor, Derek Crawford, and we would love to have you. We are a diverse congregation um, and and community. And so come as you are and as who you are and uh, be a part of what we're doing and check it out. Awesome. 
Awesome. Yeah, that's definitely on my list. And so, you know, you got to tell your your staff and everybody at the church to listen in whenever we uh, post this show so they can hear their pastor uh, on the bar podcast. Uh, to the listeners, appreciate you guys tuning in every Tuesday. Make sure you check out everything we have going on with the Bar Podcast Network. That's Monday, Pastor Discussion. Tuesday, the Bar Podcast, of course. Wednesday, Just Thinking. Thursday, uh, Biblical and Reformed Spitters. That's for the rappers out there. Uh, Also on Thursday, Mario Esco Live. And every other Saturday, we have Truth and Fire, the podcast. Make sure you go to thebarpodcast.com. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Facebook is The Bar Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, The Bar underscore podcast, and then go pick up some bar gear. This is what you need, Pastor Howell. You need to go to thebargear.com, pick up some bar gear. I know you love Clemson gear. I even got some Clemson colors if you want it, but you can represent right. uh, this this dope podcast uh, in your Clemson colors, man. You just let me know. I'll hook you up. Uh, to everybody else, God bless you. Till next time, and we are out. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there